Hi there, welcome to Lasso Cast. My name is John, but my new name is Jackie Chan. And also joining me. Oh man. Um <laughs> Saida Rhodes and my new name is Catwoman. That counts. That counts. Oh, we were going for humans. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, that's what? perfect. <laughs> Cat, Catwoman is a human. No, but like an actor. I don't know. It would give me a second. I'm going to so go are with you, just Catwoman. Are you Halle Berry? Are you Halle Berry? Or, or right. are you You Michelle know Pfeiffer? what? I am Halle Berry, and I go. just saw her episode of the Property Brothers giving nice homes to your friends show. <laughs> I'm and sorry. It was wonderful. Halle Berry was on Property Brothers? <laughs> She was. They have a new wow. spinoff. It's great. Everyone also, can we talk in. about how Cy split it up into, my name is Cat Woman. Woman. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. uh, nice. Also joining us. Uh, my name is Kenny Madison. You can call me Bones Jackson. <laughs> oh, okay. nice. And uh, also joining us for like the fifth time, but it's been a long time. <laughs> Happy to have him back. Mo Judy Lamore. Yes, sir. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Or is your is your name in real life Van Dam now too? Uh, dude, I wish, I wish, but no, it, it is still Moji Lamour. <laughs> yeah, I have a question. I mean, that's a good name. Where is Jean Claude Van Dam from? Like, what what is his movie? Belgium. No, yep. no. Wait, isn't he like in movies? <laughs> <laughs> Not like geographically. Like, what is he known for? Yeah, movies. Yeah, but what movies? Uh, oh, Bloodsport, so Kickboxer, yeah. Double Impact, Hard Target. Oh, okay, okay. Time Cop. Time Cop, yeah. Lionheart, Universal. There's there's a lot. Yeah, Universal Soldier. Yeah, <laughs> he was so good. He was so good in uh in Expendables. Played the villain. Yes. Do you guys, do you guys have a favorite JCVD vehicle? <laughs> Uh yeah definitely I think uh, Time Cop is one of my favorite ones yeah and yeah. and then uh, I love JCVD the movie JCVD was yeah. such a good movie that was a surprising one yeah I I am decidedly light on the wow <laughs> <laughs> someone did not like my input who was a kid uh, oh it's a we cat have a cat oh <laughs> it does sound like a kid though yeah it did. <laughs> That's funny. What was yours, Kenny? Dang, is the only Van Damme film that I've seen is The Expendables at this no. point? I look. Oh boy. Uh I Yeah, I'm going to say it. I'm deficient in Van Damme. Oh wow, well, you got to do a Van Damme run. I got to do a Van Damme run, especially <sighs> considering uh I play the video game Broforce so frequently. So I am frequently playing with the character of Time Cop. Yeah. Oh, no way. Wait, you've uh, never seen Universal? Uh, no, uh, Street Fighter? I've never seen Street Fighter. Uh, you would love Street Fighter. I yeah. would love Street Fighter. It's, so it sounds like. Good. I, Kenny, should we both watch Street Fighter? Yes, oh, absolutely. Patreon. 100%. We'll do that. Is Mo, it do like you super do a Patreon with us? <laughs> yeah, let's Where do we it. watch Street Fighter? <laughs> yes. No, it's it's not that violent. It's it's kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Correction, I've watched two Jean-Claude Van Damme movies, uh, Expendables 2 and Minions, The Rise of Gru. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Wait, he's in that? Yes. Uh, he plays 
What is happening with that cat? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he plays the character. Big surprise, Jean Claude. Uh, really? I had no idea. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, Good for him. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hard Target's probably my favorite. But Hard Target is great too. I'm I'm told that I need to get into the Universal Soldier franchise. That's well. great. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I really love that. I really, really love that. Did you know about uh, Street Fighter, the guy who plays the bad guy, who plays Bison? Uh, I think his name was Raul. Oh, Raul uh, Julia. Yeah. Yeah, he did the movie knowing full well he had, I believe he had cancer when he was doing the movie. And he he knew he was going to pass like after the movie or maybe during the movie. And he did it so that his... I think it was because he wanted his kids to watch the movie or he knew that the money he was going to get from the movie was going to help his family for a very long time. Yeah. But it was kind of like a sacrifice, which is so admirable. Yeah. Good Lord. I think it was because yeah. his kids loved the game Street Fighter. Yeah, something like that. And he killed it. Like he, his performances, like he was going for it somehow while very sick. Yeah. And he was like a legit, legit actor. He was so good. He's great in the Adams Family movies. Oh, yeah, oh it's gosh. true. That's him. It's true. Yeah. R. Oh, R. wow. I forgot about that. Sai, what is your opinion on the Adams Family movies? Well, you know, I haven't seen them, but we did start watching Wednesday, and that was really fun. Yeah, you guys didn't good. finish it? We haven't finished Wednesday yet, no. No, oh, well. but we will. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what had happened was we'd went to a wedding. We stayed in a house with a bunch of people. And so that was like the show du jour. So we watched maybe six episodes and then we just haven't like put it back on in our own home since that was in oh. January. So we need to just circle back and finish it now. <laughs> well, I went on my um, screen free or whatever. February, that is also true. Mm-hmm. And that kind of derailed everything. We just got to get back to it. Yeah. It was great though. Have you all seen it? I've never. No, I haven't. Oh, it's so fun. I think you'd enjoy it. Is it? I thought it was more for uh, for kids, isn't it? No, I wouldn't say kids. Maybe like tweens, tweens and above. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Like okay. it gets pretty it gets pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty oh, fun. Oh, is it? Okay. I'll check I'll check it out. I, I don't I don't watch shows about crime. Oh, just like as a rule. Yeah. <laughs> okay. About crime? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh wow. <laughs> So you're missing a lot. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, I find it very dull. Oh, this is not dull at all. This is like <laughs> so much magic and stuff. Like CSI, you could take yeah, or leave it's it. It's not really but a crime show. It's a mystery. a mystery. Yeah, there's mysteries. Don't like mysteries. Like a monster. Like a monster movie mystery. Don't like monsters. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> very particular. So you've never watched Breaking Bad? Oh, yeah. I watched Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> great show I have I, I genuinely don't watch shows about crime but also I had to push my way through Breaking Bad and then uh, whenever I got to Better Call Saul which I viewed more as a TV show about a guy working hard such Woo. a good show oh boy uh, having watched The Bear and again the TV show we are covering is Ted Lasso <laughs> season 3 episode 4 <laughs> Uh, big week. Uh, having watched the bear, I've recognized that one of my big kryptonites is watching TV shows about people that are working hard in bad mm. conditions. 
Wow. So you genuinely don't watch shows that have anything to do with crime? Yeah, unless it's an outlier. Like, I've watched most of Poker Face. Uh, I've watched the Knives Out films. But I just. Oh, even movies. Even movies you won't watch? Yeah, I find. uh, I think one of my controversial opinions is that I find the filmography of Michael Mann quite dull. Uh, And I just recognize that it's literally just not for me. Oh, wait, because you're saying that Michael Mann only makes movies about crime? Pretty much. Johnny, correct me where I'm wrong. I know he's got the keep. Yeah, I was going to say the keep. Um, Looks like he made the heat collateral. I don't know what those are. Collateral, definitely about crime. crime. So have you watched collateral? Yes, I have watched, I think, the entire Michael Mann filmography except for Black Hat. Mm, okay. The best one. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm wearing a black hat right now. Oh, wow. Gosh. Crazy. Oh, Last of the Mohicans, of course. Ooh, The Insider. Ooh, That's gosh, The Insider's, insider's good. so good. <laughs> so, but so there's the so new movies basically, <laughs> new media that have to do with crime, you will not watch them. Uh that is correct. Yes. Uh yeah. Yeah. I I wow. look at it and go that's probably not going to be for me. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Is it like the, the violence you don't like and stuff like that? No. I'm lit- uh, I grew up in a house where Crime the TV happened. show Cops was on constant rotation. Uh, and also it, it was supplemented with a steady diet of either a law and order or a CSI or some sort of procedural. And so all of those beats are so overwhelmingly familiar to me. That I just, I genuinely just find them dull to me. Oh. I, I'm just not interested. And I also recognize that that's totally just a me thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that being said, uh, I'll, I'll go see any movie uh, where any character is in tights. Oh, so superhero movies, you. Oh, yeah. You, okay. Oh, yeah. What else? So, like, Die Hard, you hate that? Oh, <gasps> Die Hard oh. so fun. Die, Die Hard different, Mo. <laughs> Die, Die Hard different. That's the name of the next crime. Die Hard movie. That's yeah, big, Die Hard different. That's big time crime, though. It is big time crime, but it's also about a guy who's working hard. <laughs> okay. It sounds like you're willing to make exceptions. Like yeah. as a rule, you're not interested, but you can be persuaded depending on the actor the hardworkingness of the person and <laughs> most like definitely if the it year, is, perhaps mm-hmm. look uh, okay here's my asterisk uh i will watch a movie about crime if the protagonist is a hard-working schmo who's like oh gosh really hate doing crimes but gosh darn it i do love working hard yeah okay. i sound okay. i sound so basic but it's gosh darn it it's very true <laughs> i like to think that i'm very articulate about the media that i consume but at the end of the day i'm like mm, just want to watch the tv shows and movies about people working hard Die or hard different. if it's the simpsons uh yeah, <laughs> Die hard different. that's good that's you know what if uh i i'm uh I, i'm starting to write and stuff and so for me that's a it's a good note so i'm like oh you know what I'll try to make a movie one day that he'll be like, oh, you know what? He's working hard. Yeah. So I'm going to watch it. <laughs> uh, as soon as I see uh, on the marquee, guy who works hard, I'll know. Yeah. Oh, 
Mo finally made it. <laughs> I was pitching Mo. I was pitching to them earlier. There should be a spinoff show from Ted Lasso that just follows Zorro leaving soccer and becoming an action star. Oh, yeah, wow. wow. That be fun? You should write that. Yeah, that, that would be it, man. That would be that'd be it. <laughs> the name changing to Van Damme, was that your input? Because I know you're a big action movie fan. Uh yeah, it was uh like art imitating life because uh <laughs> Jason was telling me at the beginning it was like, Yeah, your character's uh the goalkeeper and this and that and that and then uh like he knows I love movies and all and 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 so I was like, Oh yeah, it'd be it'd be cool if it was Van Damme. If the nickname was Van Damme and then boom. This season, it's like I see it in the script, and I'm like, "This guy is a genius." <laughs> like, like, he listens. That's he's, great. He's <laughs> so good. He's so he's so good with that. I don't know if you guys saw, but like, there's a thing um, about text messages on the show. Have you yeah. guys seen that? Uh, oh yeah. So <laughs> he actually like at one point you see Zoro, and what Zoro says in the text message is, "You like Fortnite." And this is this yes. is a, this is a conversation me and Jason had. No, yeah, like he's like he's on That's another amazing. level of like layers over layers over layers. Uh, yeah, I I paused to look at the kinds of text messages yeah. that they sent, and then I saw that Decider also published an article uh, yeah, about man. it, and I'm sure that a whole bunch of other people on Ted Lasso Reddit and various other groups. But it's pa- so crazy. What was Possibly. his answer in real life? Did, does he like Fortnite? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. He plays Fortnite all the time. They love nice. Fortnite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exclusive. It's that and uh, and FIFA. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing a lot of FIFA on the Switch. Oh, nice. It's fun. Yeah. FIFA. <laughs> FIFA. <laughs> FIFA's good. This is look. Th- this is the Lasso Cast guarantee. That's the insight. That you could do this <laughs> podcast for. We'll tell you if it's good. <laughs> it is good. Yeah. <laughs> Before we get into the episode recap, though, Sai, you wanted to do some catching up with Mo. I do. Well, okay. So first, we can talk about your personal life a little bit. And then I just want to get your hot takes on some of the things that have happened in the show. So one, I think since we last saw you you've been in a short film and maybe you're in a horror feature. Do you want to talk about any of those things? Uh, yeah, but I'm also in another, in another movie uh, called code eight. Oh, please yeah. tell us. Tell yeah. us. Yeah, yeah. 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 That was a lot of fun. I filmed that right before going to film season three. Oh, and wow. that was, uh, yeah, it was shot in Toronto too. It was with Robbie Amell and Stephen Amell. That was a lot of fun. Oh, cool. It was really oh, cool. Oh, dang. Rob, yeah, Robbie's a, is like a dear friend of mine for uh, for a very long time, and he's always uh, he's always been good to me and stuff. And no way, it was, it was so cool to film uh, film this movie with him. Unfortunately, we only had like one scene really mm. together, which was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, it was just really really cool. I nice. can't wait to. And I was such a fan of Code Eight Part One. I was such a fan. Well, I mean. I'm a sucker for Robbie. So like anything he does, I'm always like, oh my God, it's great. But like this, the Code 8 part one, I was like, this is a legit, legit movie. I really, really like it. And yeah. uh, even the process of making the movie was crazy because him and Steven and the director, Jeff, they uh, they did a short just as a proof of concept. 
They posted it on their socials and on YouTube. People loved it so much that they started a GoFundMe. They raised enough money to actually make it a full feature. And then they, they just did it. And then now it's on Netflix for part one. And then part two is uh, is coming out pretty soon, too. Dang. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah. Well, it's too so bad Kenny fun. will never watch it because it's a crime crime story. It, but, I would, uh, yeah. I would love to watch it, but I can't. It's about crime. I'm so <laughs> yeah, sorry. But he works hard in it. He works really, really hard. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you got yeah. I got to leave right now. Uh, <laughs> Do we know, is it coming out in 2023 on Netflix? I'm, I, th- I strongly believe it's supposed to come out this summer. Oh, cool. I, okay, I well, think I'm not, a, I'm not 100% sure, but I think it's supposed to be that. Nice. nice. And people can catch up on at least season, or not season, part, uh, one. part one. Code A, part one. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's on Netflix right cool. now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very nice. nice. What's the horror film? What's that? Oh, that is a it's it's a movie that I've done a long time ago, and it's just uh, I think he's like remastering it or something like that. Oh, and okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, that was fun too. That was a long time ago. Yeah, Johnny, you might like it. It's um, the Devil's Music remix. Mm. Mm. Johnny, you like music? I like Devils. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> Devil's plural. I think this was possessive, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mo. So since you were last on, so much has happened on the show. So as a viewer, because I feel like you also watch the show. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, I watch yeah. the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, unless you're like, no, it's weird. But yeah, I figure you watch the show. Yeah. I would just love a one word answer on how you feel about some of these things. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Number one, Keely and Roy's breakup. Sad. Okay. Mm-hmm. What do you think about Nate's betrayal? Uh, oh, betrayal. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I think about Nate's betrayal? Anger. Mm, okay. How would you describe Zava? <laughs> Lovely. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Oh, we're getting a little bit more of Rupert this season. How would you describe Rupert? Evil. Okay, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on psychics? Uh, don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, I I hate I I hate to add the asterisk. That's two words. Yeah, 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 yeah. So sorry. Impossible. Uh, so impossible. Impossible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm with you, Mo. <laughs> and then Sassy says that Ted is a mess. Agree or disagree? Oh, agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just want to see where you're at. Thank you so much. Johnny, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to get into it? Yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about before we get into the recap? We could talk about other TV shows more. <laughs> <laughs> and other movies. Yeah. I know this seems to always turn into like, let's just hang out with Mo time. <laughs> it's hard not to, you know, I know. He's our special little friend from across yeah, the coast. Exactly. It's true. Um, yeah. We'll get into the, to the episode recap. <laughs> I'm pretty bummed about it. <laughs> right after this, this break. Hi there. Lasso castians. That's what I'm going to call you from now on. Um, This week we wanted to shout out or uh, raise awareness 
about homelessness and not, you know, any organization in particular, although there's a few good ones that we, you know, are fans of like healthcare for the homeless. If you're in Houston, check them out. Uh, if you're in Chicago, check out Streetwise. If you're in New York, check out Women in Need. Um, but really just get on the old Google and find a local organization that is doing things to help the homeless population in your area uh, because the homeless population is growing. It's one of the side effects of COVID and the lockdown and everything. People are losing housing and uh, having nowhere to go, and they need our help. So uh, any way that you can help. It doesn't have to be giving money. It can be cooking. It can be helping find shelter. It can be helping... Helping them get jobs, there's there's lots of different ways you can help. So just uh, spend a little bit of time searching for organizations in your area and seeing uh, how you can become involved if you're able to. That's it. Love you. Bye. Uh, episode four from season three, Big Week. Let's talk about Nate's Big Week real quick. Uh, West Ham is set to play Richmond, and we see slivers of Nate kind of regretting the way he handled his Richmond exit and the way he acted towards Ted. But Rupert is uh, encouraging him to pretty much abandon humanity and exist only in anger. Uh, We see Nate go back to his favorite Greek restaurant for some takeout, and the manager there recognizes him. And now the hostess is maybe interested in him or something. Uh, She's weird, but she does call him Jason Jelly, which I loved very much. Uh, and then later at the match, we see Nate nearly express his regret to Ted multiple times, but he's repeatedly cock-blocked by Rupert. Um, West Ham does win that match. And uh, Nate hurries off the field to celebrate without shaking Ted's hand, something that he seems to feel bad about. Um, along the lines of what Cy was asking, Mo, as a spectator of the show, if you could remove yourself, you know, as a cast member, do you think you could forgive Nate for what he did? Uh, what did he do? In the episode or in general? Oh, no, just as as a whole, like what he did last season. Oh. The leaving of the team. As a, spectator. As a spectator? Yeah, yeah just sure. as somebody's watching the show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I could. But as a, as if I'm in the world, right. I, I don't think I would. Yeah. That's interesting. As a spectator, yeah, because like you see other parts of it. I don't know, mm-hmm. like in in the mm-hmm. last episode, like was it the last episode? Yeah, it's the last episode where he's uh, we see the whole video, right, of where he tries yeah. to. Sad so video. yeah, it's so sad though. You're like, oh, what a jerk! He's he's ripping it off, but like it took him so long to be able to do it. <laughs> yeah, he kept falling. I was yeah when he got a rolling chair. I was like, oh no. Don't ever stand in a rolling chair. And then he did. Yeah. Fall. Yeah, he did fall. And that's that's very, very sad. So that's like, like, you know, I don't know if you've ever been so angry that you were like, I'm going to go and do this. And then you're like walking to go do the thing. And it's like, it's a long walk. And you have to like keep yourself yeah. angry. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and then yeah. you, you're doing so much work to keep yourself angry that you're like, this is, this is stupid what I'm doing. And then you right. kind of stop doing it. Yeah, I feel like he he was like as he was doing it, it was like this is a bad idea, this is a bad idea, but I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and it's like taking so long, and he's failing, but he's so angry. Yeah. It's like a child. It's weird, man. It's um, it's very humanizing. 
it's hard to it because so that's why as an audience I could definitely uh forgive him because I'm like oh yo he's he's just so lost yeah but as as a player I I didn't see any of that I mean yeah right. I did see yeah. that you we did watch that video but yeah but you're angry yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I I am always floored by the amount of vitriol that is directed towards Nate and so many folks going completely irredeemable. Uh, we literally within the past hour, we got a tweet from, uh, of course, at Mrs. Humph 25, Karen Humphrey, who sure. says she never liked Nate what? and called him mm. from day one. Just mm. literally never liked Nate. Interesting. Well, She's not going to like his redemption arc that's coming. We don't know that. Mm. There's only one person in this chat that knows what the heck is going to happen to me. <laughs> oh, that's, you're putting too much trust in me, dude. I don't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> so long ago. Yeah. That's true. There's other things that happen. I forget things constantly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I have to read the episodes before I watch them to be like, oh, this happened? Yeah, because sometimes you're like, yeah, I'll skip this one. um yeah i'm 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 looking forward to to this nate storyline that's coming up just like of uh the fight between the dark side and the good side i i i I really think i mean of course hot take i like the tv show ted lasso and also i just think it's a really smart way that they are portraying Nate and Nick Muhammad doing a fabulous job. He's so good as Nate. Um, And it's just so jarring to see him. It's so, of course, this is what would happen. You would see him as a low status character again, because just because you are the head coach of West Ham uh, doesn't mean that you have just magically fixed all of the issues that are going on within because it's clearly such Mm -hmm. a deep-seated thing. Uh, But it's just the way that they are working in those low-status pieces are just so smart Yeah, to meet starting off this episode by him being in his house and strategizing what the heck the game is going to look like with a literal children's game uh, Sabutio. I don't exactly know how to say this, but I learned that in my research. Thank you, Citizen TM, for the New York Times comment section. <laughs> and it's just it's a really humbling way to depict this character who seems so despised by so many people. Yeah. I just like how earnest he is. Like he yeah. really just wants, I don't know, validation at any yeah. possible turn he can get whether it's from the dark side the good side like he's just trying to like be a person out there and it's so tough like i feel badly for him it's I, it's tough this episode had like a lot of little subtle suggestive moments that i liked a lot like um with nate when rupert comes in and says oh you're burning the midnight oil and nate's like sorry for the smell <laughs> i think that was a moment for nate to be like well ted would have laughed at that Mm-hmm. Uh, I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Uh, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Excellent joke. 
Yeah. <laughs> I got I got to give him I got to give an ex- excellent joke point right there. Oh wow, very rare. Yeah, very rare. <laughs> and also I I maybe I talked about this last episode. Either way, I've talked about it with someone. Just the way it would have been really easy just to continue to make Rupert villainous. And of course he is villainous, but as opposed to the previous seasons, you're seeing why the heck you can get ensnared by him Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Anthony Head's portrayal of him being so seductive. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, it's so smart. It's really smart because it would have just been really easy to just go, he's the bad guy and then just continue to make him an emperor analog. No, we're answering the question how and why how do people continue to fall into his circle and explaining that i find it's, it's so funny because uh well it's not funny it's a little bit more sad even it's just that um you know like as for me myself i've never like i grew up with a single mom and mm-hmm. so i never really had a i never had a father figure but i had like in parallel to that i had so many uh, father figures in like my coaches or my teachers. And so I was very, mm-hmm. very fortunate to have great men in my life mm-hmm. to be like, no, you're supposed to be like this. You're supposed to be like that. You, you have to be honest. You don't lie. Don't do this. Don't do that. You know, but like some of my football coaches, like Marco Iadaluca, Tony Iadaluca, uh, Dave Spence. And then also as I, as I grow older and older, like, like, like like someone like Jason, who's like a mentor to me, who's like always be uh, very humble and always be this, always be that. So it's like it definitely helps. And then you see someone like Nate who actually has a dad and his dad is in his life. Mm. But to him, it's 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 fuels him in a in a, a really wrong way. Like this is a bit of a tangent. But bear with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in in Creed one, I don't know if you Ooh, remember. Talk to Creed us about Creed. Oh mm-hmm. boy! <laughs> so Creed one, when he is in the, I believe it's the twelfth round, and he's on the canvas because he just got KO'd, and they're counting him down, and he's thinking about people to mm. to to give him the courage to stand back up. He thinks of his girlfriend, nothing happens. He thinks of his mom, nothing happens, and then you see. A fucking, I'm sorry to curse, but you see a fucking flashback of his dad in the ring in Rocky. I think it's Rocky one. And he jolts back. He jolts back up in like one second. And so his dad gave him the courage of getting back up and to be, uh, and, and, and to fight more. And then in, I think it's episode two, where we see Nate, episode two of season three. Where he has the uh, the the interview with West Ham, uh, mm-hmm. the press conference, and he looks down as if he's tying his shoe, but he's just thinking of like ways to get angry, and he thinks of his dad, mm-hmm. and then it makes him angry, and he spits, and then he he gets up, and then he just like this is uh, Ted. So it's like two yeah. like such different ways of of having mentors or good men in your life, and. Yeah. For him for him it's the complete opposite. Yeah, fueled by anger. Fueled by anger and has a bad just a bad evil dude who's like 
being very seductive and telling him yeah. things that and we would, we would I feel like if I was uh under Rupert I feel like I would I would also be like oh yeah he's he's giving me validation at every turn he's telling me yeah. I'm great he's telling me I'm a killer he's telling me I'm I'm Tells good he, he deserves it yeah he gives yeah. me a car dude and he gave me an Aston Martin 100% I have his back right <laughs> yeah it's classic abusive behavior yeah also yep. Always coupled with these microaggressions. Uh, mm-hmm. Rupert just at the end going, Mr. Mannion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, also, yeah. the way that he says it is so, uh, it's it's so seductive. And then yeah. changing back to Rupert again. Yeah. At the end, he's just playing games with him. Yeah. 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 And keep I, him on and, your toes. And it's so funny because Anthony Head, who plays Rupert, is such an amazing guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, we don't see him often because. All his scenes were like we were never there, but yeah. he's such a like it's he's the type of guy that like at the end of the show when we wrapped uh, last season, he sent us all like like every single one of us uh, a note to be like, thank you so much for uh, being. Yeah, Aww, he's the best. Nice. He's so cool. He's so he didn't buy his cars, but he yeah. was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. I mean, it seems like there's no dicks on that show at all. Uh no no yeah no one nice not even not even one mo well yeah Jason Jason is the worst no I knew it, <laughs> I knew it. yeah yeah no he's the he's the best he's actually the best guy yeah he's, it seems like it um I thought it was really funny when Nate was trying to hide on the elevator I feel like that's a an extreme example of something I've tried to do before oh yeah. <laughs> Definitely, like you, de- just being in a place that. where you see somebody you don't want to interact with and you try to make yourself smaller, but he literally just turns in the corner. Yeah, that yeah. scene was very, very hard to shoot. Oh, I bet. Yeah, it took it took a it took a very long time. It, that, that that's the type of shoot like that was a it was a whole day just to make sure that because you you really cannot see him. Like I knew it yeah. was yeah. happening, and I could st- I was still like, yo, you really can't see him. This yeah, it was so well genuinely jarring whenever you see him facing the corner. Yeah, uh, yeah. In in one group chat that I'm part of, uh, Blair Witch style, just facing a mm-hmm. corner. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, Blair Johnny Witch also style? Have Blair Witch. Oh, uh, yeah. And the spoilers for the Blair Witch, uh, almost 25 year old movie at this point but at one point the character seems to have been uh possessed by the titular blair witch and is just facing a corner oh and it's really spooky yeah oh wow that's the ending of the movie yeah well, there, there's more stuff after that johnny yeah there's credits <laughs> <laughs> yeah truly the most chilling part what a pivotal <laughs> movie though for horror that was like oh my god mm-hmm. huge wow I there's got to be more literature on that because he it was really like the first movie that used the internet outside of Space Jam. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They had that that website that, that people really thought that was real. Yeah, oh, the wow. stellar marketing campaign of going this this may be real. Yeah, ahead of its time for sure. That was a scary hmm. theater experience. I'm not gonna lie. I think I watched it at uh, at someone's house. I don't. I don't think we went to the movie theater for that. Yeah. Well, you were five years old. Was I? Yeah. When did that come out? It 99? was ninety nine. 
Oh, I was in five years old, but thank you so much. <laughs> Four, three, two? I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe I didn't uh, even exist. Yeah. True. Sai, should we watch Blair Witch for Oof. our Patreon podcast? I you know what? It's up. probably not so bad. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's a lot. spooky. It, there's a lot of people. Look. I came to the movie late in life. And again, the TV show we are covering is Ted Lasso. I came to Blair Witch late in life. Uh, hot take. There's a lot of people walking around the woods getting lost. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. And saying like, where's the dat? Bring the dat. Yeah. What's it, dat? Did it age well? I don't know. I haven't watched in a long time. I wonder. I um, All I know is one of my most embarrassing <laughs> moments of my life was I was being interviewed on NPR for a short film that I made. Oh. And I made a joke about Blair Witch being bad because it showed its budget. But nobody thought I was joking. They were just they were just like, wow, weird take. Oh dear. <laughs> oh dear. Oh my gosh. Uh this is completely unrelated. And Johnny, feel free to excise this, but I I I must share this anecdote. Okay. Uh I don't know if you guys know this, but I joke around i like oh, to yeah, yeah, yeah. i like to joke and uh watch the dungeons and dragons movie last uh, night so much so much fun so much fun absolute delight uh also uh wild observation from myself but uh the ending pretty darn great probably because it was so short and character based anyways uh and i found myself sarcastically just yelling just a little bit too loudly dungeons and dragons is for nerds Dungeons and Dragons is for nerds. And luckily, uh, my comedy partner, Heidi, was right next to me and was like, Kenny, you you need to not say that because this crowd doesn't know who you are. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. And then as soon as I said that Dungeons and Dragons is for nerds, a woman with elf ears walked past. Oh, boy. So you, you are do? you do you doing this podcast from the hospital? Uh, yes <laughs> from prison from the yeah. draft house prison beneath the theater yeah whenever you, yeah there's because there's a parking garage and there's another level down below that that's where the hospital uh, is right <laughs> anyways cut that out make it shorter uh i just wanted to share how clever i was anyways continue <laughs> is there anything else about nate's storyline before we move on to the next the next chunk uh, let's see. Let me look at my trivia here. Uh, Anita Pellenberg from the New York Times comment section noticed that there is a Mini Cooper. His Mini Cooper is still parked next to his Aston Martin, which, uh, great. He's got two cars. <laughs> That's symbolism. That's a metaphor for the dark side and the, the good side still. Flying. Honestly? Honestly, Johnny? Yeah. Honestly? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh what else uh nate reading Haley pither of the everyday independent not marcus oh, adebayo oh wow covering the uh ted lasso versus nate rematch uh what else do we got nick Mahomes just packed in back there oh also it's, I should have noticed this beforehand, but I love the show just trying to continually silo Nate as much as possible. They're really just isolating him 
as much as possible, starting off in his house, but he's completely alone. And the only people that he really interacts with are Rupert and, in this one case, Ted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's just really... I, I don't know. I, I don't think that I had noticed any of the siloing off that the show had done with Nate until Nick Muhammad pointed, posted that lovely post on Twitter at the end of season two. And so I'm just noticing how they're using Nate and where they're positioning him. Oh yeah. I mean, just the, the contrast between offices like Ted beard Higgins and Roy all hang out hooting and hollering. And then you cut to Nate and he's just alone in this office. Nobody ever visits except for Rupert. Yep. Yeah, he, he he kicked out the other guy last time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. so great. Oh, man. That's one uh, of my favorite moments. Hmm? What are your other favorite moments, John? Oh, probably um, Van Damme's personal dating thingy. Yeah, we'll talk about that <laughs> Which we'll talk about when we get to. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. I'm good. Let's talk about Keeley's big week real quick. Um, Jack, the VC CEO who funded Keeley's company is visiting and she's joining the ladies at the West Ham match. Um, at the match, Keeley's in need of a tampon and her, her stall neighbor has one for her, tells her to pay it forward. That turns out to be Jack. By the way, Keeley's fluffy purse on the bathroom floor was giving me anxiety. (laughs) Um, Keeley and Jack meet in the suite and, She's hard to read. I don't think she enjoyed the game. I can't tell what's going on in her brain. Um, Shandy was running an ad campaign for banter with the single footballers on Richmond. Uh, Danny thinks that the most beautiful parts of a woman are her flaws. Van Dam is looking for someone who likes short walks on the beach so they can spend more time. You know. Uh, and Shandy asks if she can fuck Jamie. Keely so, still seems a tad interested in him, or at least mm-hmm. how he's been like progressing, which is interesting. Um, and at one point, let's see. Oh, and then at the end of that, Shandy shows Keely her banter campaign with the tagline, want to bang a celebrity. Uh, Keely isn't happy with it, tells her to change it back. And all this is going down in front of Jack. Um, at one point, Shandy mentions that she loves being the boss. Do we think that this is going to be an issue? Like she's going to try to... T- take over the company or just do we have some drama brewing between Keely and Shandy? I I think so. I had not thought about this. I think when we first met Shandy, Shandy was in the, in the video and then was able to give her two cents. And that's how she got the job with Keely. Whereas Mm -hmm. now she's in a position where she can also like direct and like do that kind of stuff. So I think she just means it's like nice to be behind the camera and not just in front of it. Okay. Interesting. What do you think, Mo? (laughs) (laughs) oh no i have no idea but i must say embreem is a such an amazing actor like yeah she's so dope on set she was so cool and she was she's legit 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 like she is she's very funny yeah and she's so different from her character like that uh i mean like you don't want to say that oh when someone is very different from their characters they're amazing actors because that's like it, it's not like like Jason is close to his character, but he's also an amazing actor. right. Yeah, yeah. But like she is so good and so funny. Every, like she's like she's the one that I rewind play, rewind play, rewind play the most on the show. 
Because mm. <laughs> yeah. she's so funny. Every single time she's on screen, she she just kills it. She steals the show. Mm-hmm. I agree. And the way she chews her gum, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way she like ends an uh, an encounter. Like it's like a trailing off, like a cheers by or cheers by. Yeah, that's like, like a true Brit. Like she's know, really good at that. Yeah, she's great at it. She's so good. When the, in the in the I think it was the second or third episode, she's like, uh, she's talking to Keely, and she's like, married a footballer, married a footballer. Even the, just the yeah. way she says it, every single one is different, but it's so funny. Mm-hmm. She's so good. I'm a huge fan of hers. And a playwright in real life, which is really cool. Yeah, she did a play when we were filming. Unfortunately, I was I was working all the time. I couldn't go and, and watch it. But yeah, I, I think one one person went to do it and uh, went went to watch it. And apparently, she was it's she's like amazing. She's just great. Hmm. She's gonna go Ooh. far. Yeah, what's the, she's what's the to watch. play? What is the play? It's called Crime oh. Story. Oh, never mind. Mm. <laughs> Wait, is it really called Crime Story? No. Oh. <laughs> oh, well done. That was really quick. Well say, what are the odds? <laughs> um, let's see. Did I have anything else for Keeley's? Any uh, Easter eggs for Keeley, Kenny? Sam, not on. Yeah. Banter anymore. Mm-hmm, is he dating? Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Uh, what's the name of the chef at the restaurant? Simi. Simi. Is he dating? Yes. Is he dating? <laughs> is Sam dating? Sam dating. Do we think? Do we think he's dating? Uh, I absolutely love Barbara instantly glomping onto Rebecca. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, just, <laughs> yeah. I I just love that. What you really have to earn. Barbara is so uh, maybe. Shallow is not the correct word so much as uh, she's been she's clearly been shipped literally all over the world mm-hmm. to go work at places. And so she has had to read people very quickly. And so perhaps she just literally has so much protective layering up that she does not trust quickly and folks that emit power quickly and strongly. As opposed to the subtle ways that Keeley emits power at yeah. this point in time. It's just complicated. Yeah. Um, well, it reminds me of my time in the corporate world. The people that would just always be, you know, hanging on to the suit jacket of the boss and laughing at everything they said. And <laughs> You're so right, John. <laughs> Thank you, Kenny. <laughs> Call me Mr. Rhodes. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, what else? I'm just liking Keeley's storyline. Are you kidding me? I like it. Oh my gosh. I completely forgot. Uh, Keeley wins my favorite line delivery of the episode. Oh, wow. Uh, oh, it's not like my vagina's on a diet. I'm on my fucking period. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's, yeah, I, look, I'm going to have to give it. Uh, another one of my patented points. Mm, wow. This is I, unprecedented. I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, what else? Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Want to bang a celebrity? Uh, the answer is yes. <laughs> I do. Preferably Beanie Feldstein. Oh, oh wow. wow. I like Preferably. that for you. <laughs> Preferably. Uh-huh. 
I've I look. I've got a type, and being uh, seen as that the type. Humans? The, oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? It's about humans. No crime to be seen. <laughs> you hear about the crime, but you don't see it. Yeah, I never see it. I believe that is all I have to say about uh, Keely's storyline at this point in time. Nice. Sai, anything? I'm having a hard time with Keely's storyline. I'm going to be really honest, or at least the way we are kind of characterizing her. And I do trust the writers. Like there's always more than meets the eye and this and that. But again, and I've harped on this before, Keely should know who her VC backer is. Like I, I find that really hard to believe. I find it hard to believe that she had never met, you know, half of her staff before. And she's still just like yeah. vaguely getting to like that kind of stuff for me is hard to like buy into, I suppose. And so I know that she's like new to this world, but she also was awarded this new life because she was such a badass. So I'm just surprised that it's like, I don't know, I'm just like showing up here and I have no idea what's going on. Like that to me for some reason doesn't mm. ring completely true. So I have a small problem with that. I do, I also enjoyed her tampon comment. I do believe Anyone carrying anything other than a super tampon is you're crazy. So I liked that she got an appropriate <laughs> size tampon when she requested it. And I'm very happy for her. I love how she's dealing with Shandy, how she's like mm-hmm. helping her friend kind of um basically paying it forward the way like Rebecca kind of brought Keely along for a good ride and put a lot of trust in her. And Keely's really diplomatic with Shandy. Um, so there are a lot of things I'm liking, but it's just the amount of like underlying incompetence that I'm not loving for her right now. Sai, you're not wrong. A lot of folks seem to have that kind of criticism of being like, could Keely be that incompetent? Yeah, Uh, it feels like a stretch. I don't know. I, I just gotta say, having worked in marketing for five years with a lot of small businesses, A- they absolutely should know who their VC backer is and B the types of people I worked with absolutely would never know who the the person backing them would be. It's it's for me personally, it is not a stretch. And also you are correct. They should know who the person backing them is. And I don't feel that way about everyone. It's just, she's, She's one person like it is the Keely Jones, you know, agency. So one would believe that someone had to talk to her directly. Like, I don't know. So all of that is just a little bit much for me. And like demeans a little bit of like the badassery that we know of Keely. So I don't love it, but it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's that's fair. Yeah. In reading. Or not demeans, undermines is what I meant to say. Sorry. Go ahead. In reading one of the comments, someone was talking about how Keeley might have been dealing with an agent of the VC firm and not Jack directly. And the thing about Ted Lasso is that it makes these extraordinarily uh, rich people or seemingly rich people uh, into scales that we can very much represent easily. Mm. Um I don't know if what I said, but makes sense. But either way, I'm going to dig my heels in and defend it 100. <laughs> percent 
uh, also, um, a lot of other people, not to just keep reducing it to who do we ship, but a fair mm-hmm. amount of people were like, are there, are there sparks between Jack and Keely? Yeah, I kind of got that vibe mm-hmm. a little bit. I got sparks with Jack and Keely. And again, I got, I don't know if I got sparks, but just a bit of an eyebrow raise as Keely's kind of giving her blessing for Shandy to go after Jamie. Like mm-hmm. I was so confident Rory and Keely would be back together in just a few short episodes. And oh now I'm gosh. like, what is happening? <laughs> like, Can't believe we just brushed over the fact that uh, the, of Keely just looking at the monitor uh-huh. and Jamie yeah. just being a, a nice boy. Yeah. Uh-huh. So there's uh, some complications. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sai, do you like uh, Jamie's hair yet? You know, when it's not wet, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know what? Uh, You know who also hated it? Phil. (laughs) (laughs) The guy who plays Jamie. (laughs) Was that a wig or actually they styled his hair? No, no. But that's that's all his choice. That's his choice. It's so funny. He wanted it to look that way. And then he instantly regretted it. Yeah, I bet. (laughs) (laughs) We gotta get Phil on the show. He's the best. I love him. Wonderful human being. Yeah, that's what I hear. Anything else for Keely? No, I think that's uh, it. I like her style. I like her flair. I like that she was there. (gasps) That's how she became the nanny. nanny. (laughs) I got you, boo. Thank you. Anyway. Let's Mo, talk about Richmond's real quick, hold week. on, before huh? we move on. Mo, okay. do you know The Nanny, the TV show starring no. Fran Dresser? No. Ah, oh, that's a shame. Okay. <laughs> She's your SAG president. You should watch her. Show. <laughs> oh, wow. Is Fran okay. Dresser SAG president? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh. I think so, too. Oh, wow. Yeah. But SAG. she was on a show in like... The 90s, maybe, <gasps> where she's in Flushing, Queens, and she has, you know, that current tense accent, and she's a nanny to, like, a wealthy family. She falls in love with Mr. Sheffield, and it's just a cute little comedy. 30 minutes. It's it's great stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll check it out. <laughs> Lies. It's probably like <laughs> Lies. <laughs> okay, she's Johnny, non- we can move on. I she apologize. She's a nonprofit called Cancer Schmancer. <laughs> nice. Mm, love that. Should we like a good person? Look, uh once Ted Lasso ends, should we pivot to be a nanny podcast? <laughs> Could be a good guys, time. It's a lot more episodes. <laughs> yeah. We'll cover a season at a time. Oof, it's still like twenty-two episode season. <laughs> yeah. Uh Richmond's big week. This is gonna be just a, a blanket segment. Uh Roy is training train training Jamie, and we get to see Jamie's soccer butt. Or at least the bottom half of it. <laughs> He's Porky Pig in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Beard and Roy, they're overthinking the strategy in the beginning because they're they're not really sure how to beat Nate. They don't think they can beat Nate. That was a fun little exchange there. Uh, in the locker room, Zoro corrects Zava on the pronunciation of his name, but Zava tells him that he can be whoever he wants to be. Dream big. What did you say? Dream big and you may never wake up. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so Zorro does change his name to Van Dam. Um, there's a there's like an interesting little power game going on between the leaders of the team, like Zava, Jimmy, and Isaac, seem to all be fighting for the spotlight. 
Um, Isaac chops the believe sign in half. He checks to see if he's acquired the ability to chop things in half by chopping Jamie. Turns out he doesn't have that ability. The sign was already ripped in half, as as we the audience knows. Um, and then the security cam footage of Nate tearing down the believe sign surfaces. Beard and Roy want to use it to motivate the team, but Ted seems less interested in that. Uh, at the match, Van Dam makes an amazing save. And Jamie barely misses a goal, but they can't hold off West Ham for long. Um, they go down at the half, and Roy and Beard show the Nate video to the team to pump them up, but ends up just uh, enraging them. And the second half is a total shit show. They get like four red cards, and including Van Dam, which I don't know if I've ever seen a goalie get a red card. <laughs> and they end up losing the match. I loved all the um, first-person shots that they threw in there to like heighten the the chaotic feeling that was nice and then at the end of the episode roy and jamie are training again later that night i think it's the same night Mm -hmm. so it seems like jamie is like he's ready to take control of this team and be a leader which i'm excited for um how long do y'all think until zava leaves the team how long do you think until ted leaves the team hmm hmm who leaves first (laughs) I mean, I feel like me and Sai have been talking a lot. Let's go to predictions for Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Pretend you've never read the scripts. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a tough position to put him in. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I don't bad. know what you're talking about. <laughs> Gosh, I. Mm, I like how seriously I'm thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay. episode nine. For how who? many episodes do we get? 12? 12 episodes. 12 episodes. Okay. Yeah. I like that. Nine for both or nine for who? Nine for both. Oh, wow. That would be a f- crazy mm. episode. Yeah. I'm just thinking, look, I never said that I was a good screenwriter, but I'm just thinking <laughs> to save the cat terms. <laughs> Look, I look, Johnny. What did I just yeah. start off with? I never said. Well, first off, I've never said that I was a screenwriter. First off, I know. I was like, wait, you're a screenwriter? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can read my screenplay, Nice People, uh, coming soon. Nice people do, do hard work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice yeah. people do hard work. Yeah. Uh, episode nine. That, okay. that, that would either episode nine or episode 10 or episode 11, but not episode 12. Sai, do you have a prediction? I think I'm with Kenny on this. I feel like it's got to be episode nine or 10. I think Zava leaves before nine, but I think Ted leaves at nine or 10. And then we get Roy coaching Richmond against West Ham in the second matchup of the season. Oh, they'll play again. Yeah. You play every team twice. I did not know that. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. And Mo, you don't have to answer. Yes, that's yeah. <laughs> I definitely was not going to. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, interesting stance. Interesting. <laughs> um, I really enjoy, enjoyed Ted's joke about y'all are pointing more fingers than Ganesha giving directions. Woo. That's uh, a great joke. I must say, one of my favorite moments in the whole season was when uh, uh, J- Jamie tells um the coaches he's like yeah do you think like i know those people and they're not really 
it's, it's not good for the team to have someone who's so self-centered and stuff like that. Yeah. And then oh my Coach, Beard, Coach Beard is like, uh, that's a little ironic that you would say that. And then he yeah. just, he doesn't even like acknowledge that. And then he goes back to like Ted and them. And then at the end, he's like, oh, by the way, I wasn't being uh, ironic. I was being hypocritical. Yeah. And then he leaves. And then uh, Ted is like, is he, is he right? And then <laughs> Coach Beard is like, yeah. And then Coach Ted is like, that's ironic. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's so, that's, that was so well written. That yeah, that's so perfect. Well I love it. I love what, what they're doing with Jamie's character so much. It's just yeah. so unexpected to, I, uh, sorry. Uh, I'm currently Crying. dog sitting a little bit. And oh. so if you hear Leo, the dog howling in the background, it's a Leo so far. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just so unexpected to have Jamie be so well adjusted so quickly. I feel like so much of his character growth happened in season two and then he got backgrounded a little bit. Right. I'm loving seeing way more Jamie this mm -hmm. season. Yeah. Um, what else was I, mean, I going to say? Probably something smart. Probably something <laughs> about how Moe's dove clothing was amazing. Oh my god, yo, that so many people love it. It's so funny. I'm like, wow. It's like you never know what people are gonna are gonna pick up on, but like everybody yeah. was like, oh my god. And it, it's funny because it's a Canadian brand. It's a brand from oh. Montreal. Oh wow. They yeah. attention to detail. It's crazy. Yeah. Most of what my character wears is is stuff from Montreal. That's wild. Do you get to keep yeah. anything? Probably not. No, no, not allowed. Yeah, that's a bummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mo, you were great in this episode. I mean, you're great every episode, but it was fun to see more of you and you, you crush it. Yeah, I, I, I got lucky. I was so happy with this episode. I was like, oh, this is this is lovely because you never know what's going to make it. So I was like, oh, this yeah. is great. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> and it's nice to see you actually save a goal for once. <laughs> <laughs> do you know i am so so I, you know i'm not on twitter that much so i i don't read the stuff but i feel like i'm surprised that there's not or maybe you guys can tell me is there a lot of people that are like oh my god she like he's he sucks he should be he should leave or anything like that um not to just chime in here but uh perhaps this may be a good moment to dovetail into our resident football expert james fight uh, who was also a goalie uh, and coached <laughs> goalies for high school football for oh, some wow. football fight night observations. Okay, let's do it. All right. So uh, <laughs> first off, we have to establish uh, last week's hashtag that James started, which is hashtag justice for goalies. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, and then the, uh, he says, I call bullshit on the red for Van Dam. I know for narrative it's necessary, but as a goalie, you run into people a lot, especially mm. when it's a play similar to that where you and the player are going for the ball and the player plays it away. You still have momentum. So you're going to run into the dude. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else. A flying header is a pretty nasty goal. Honestly, good on them. Good play. Uh. <laughs> West Ham had a really good ball for a 1v1 with the goalie, which honestly is one of the hardest things to stop 
As a goalie, the player has all the time in the world to plan. The best thing you can do is slowly creep up and wait for the player's big touch to try to slide and scoop up the ball. But even that doesn't work all the time, as we saw. Mm. Uh, oh, gosh darn it, James. Uh, uh, TLDNR. No. Uh, <laughs> James is quite passionate about the goalie stuff and thinks that you get a raw deal. Uh, oh, that's great! Every single that. week, uh, I love I love the that they have my back. Yeah, uh, James is a good guy, uh, and if folks out there want to follow James, uh, go follow him at th fat ghost uh, on Twitter. Once again, Desmond Football Fight Night, Johnny, play that stinger. I don't have one. Why not? Yeah, that's just the game show stinger. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, James. Yeah, I love that. That's very nice. Uh, very nice of him. I honestly haven't seen much hatred. Oh yeah, okay, that's online. great. I've, no, I don't think anybody has said they got to get rid of Zoro, but I have seen like, huh, Zoro missed that. that I have been cool. seeing because I do follow just the words Mojudi Lamore on Twitter, and a lot of people are like, get rid of him, get rid of him. But not Zoro. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're like La Zoro. Anyway, and a lot of them are just like Mo is overpowering the screen. He's actually detracting. Can we get him off the screen? Uh, I'll yeah. take that. I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Lots of That's people so just going raw charisma. <laughs> raw charisma. Uh, Wesley Snipesian. Oh, I love it. Bandied I about. I'll yeah. take that. I'll yeah. take that. I love it. I um, I did like how um, Trent Krim knows that he would probably be played by Dustin Hoffman instead of. <laughs> that, was, that was such <laughs> a good moment. Yeah, I I love those moments because I don't even think that's in the script. I think because I, I feel like the scenes that we don't see happen sometimes will change a little bit or some words mm. are going to change. And so when I watch it and I see it, I'm like, oh, it's like the moments where I'm a, a real fan because. I have no idea what's going to happen. And I'm always like, oh, that's great. <laughs> that's fun. You get to be surprised. Yeah. And the funny nice. thing, too, is that a lot of people, um, some people, which I will not name, but they, they they know who they are, who read the script too fast, didn't pick up on Jack being a woman. Mm. And so in in the in uh, the trailer where we get our makeup done, like all of our pictures are on the walls so that people know who who's who. Yeah. And and the the. The person who plays Jack was her picture was on the wall, and uh, and then someone was like, "Oh, who is this?" I'm like, "Jack." And he's like, "What do you mean, Jack? Jack? Jack's a guy." I'm like, "Dude, did you not read the script?" <laughs> <laughs> wow, way to call out to Heeb. <laughs> um. Beard, uh, there's a little moment I liked where Beard offers up Jane's sister to Ted, and he's like, no, thank you, coach. Yeah. Yeah. He's not that much of a mess. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. That was great. That was great. Should we talk about Ted's big week? Ted's big week. Nice. Uh, huh? Yes. Uh, also, I got to talk about the belief sign. Oh, yeah. Talk about the belief sign. Uh, I did. I just expected that we would never talk about the belief sign being torn. Yeah. I don't know why I believed that, but that's what I believed. 
uh, not to just keep using the word believe over and over again. Uh, and it was just, I, I don't know. I was shocked and flummoxed. And also it makes so much sense as we're about to go into the character of Ted Lasso, uh, yeah. that he would just tape it back up, tape it back up, not say a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then no one noticed. Yeah. At all. It's interesting. Cause I just assumed that the team knew that's what I thought. And everybody put it back up together. Same. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great little subtle character choice. And yeah. also a very Ted Lasso move of being like, well, we want to preserve the memory of Nate. Yeah. Or something along those lines, not make him into too much of a bad guy. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Ted. Titular Ted. Um, we start the episode with Ted and Sassy in the basking in the morning after. Uh, they hooked up. Ted asks her if she would go on an actual day with him because they get along. But she says no because he's a mess. Which um, kind of sends him into like an introspective tailspin. Um, it seems like he's totally checked out from football at this point. It's interesting that like every time somebody wishes him luck about the West Ham match or like tells him to win or encourages him. He just, he, he like doesn't have the energy to respond at all. He just like moves on, which is interesting. Um, later in the office, the diamond dogs are summoned to help Ted. Good to see the diamond dogs again. It's been a while. Those he are wants some to know. Hearty if, yeah. The, the barks are getting, getting heavier, which is fun. Um, he wants to know if he's truly a mess. Uh, but the Diamond Dogs are more interested in how Ted isn't dealing with the way that Nate hurt him. Um, at the match at halftime, there's like an interesting scene of Rebecca like disassociating, <laughs> telling Ted that she believes in him. She wants him to win the match. Um, but again, he just doesn't seem to care about winning the game. And I don't think he's appreciating the pressure. And maybe it's kind of pushing him away from the team a little bit. Um and even like when he was showed the security cam footage, you can tell he wasn't into it, but he also decided not to take the thumb drive and get rid of it, which is interesting. Um, and then at the end of the episode, Ted calls Michelle. He tells her how, she, how, how he feels, how he's ticked off about her and Dr. Jacob. He says he loves her and Henry and the family, no matter how they look. And after the call, Michelle smiles. What do y'all think? Like a little smirky smile, a little subtle smile. What do y'all think the smile meant? <laughs> I I don't know. Part of me wonders if this is just the version of Ted that she wanted all along. Right. Like someone who's not like living in fantasy land and can like have hard conversations and that kind of stuff. So maybe she's like proud of him, but not necessarily like, Let's get back together, which is possible, but I don't know if she's right. there necessarily. But it could, yeah, the first step to that maybe. Mm-hmm. I was thinking if it's that, that's what I think it is. But also I was like, but maybe it's also, or at least could be construed as a relief of like, okay, like that, we got that out of the way. Now I can really go full, full effort into Dr. Jacob and, and mm. further. It's a, it's a very complicated smile, it which really is. is outstanding she's definitely sad <laughs> yeah uh and also 
yeah, there. It it has to be a thing of wow, he's really grown. It's very satisfying to see that from someone that I love slash loved. Mm-hmm. You for someone that you're that invested in mm-hmm. since they met in high school. Uh, and to see them grow and become a better person. And also at the same time that <laughs> their growth is calling out behavior that <laughs> is um, dicey <laughs> at right. best. Uh, yeah, that's it's, it's a thrilling piece of acting. <laughs> yeah. Mo, how do you feel about Michelle and Dr. Jacob? I think that's really like everything he says about that is is legit. Like it's 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 really messed up. Yeah. 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 That's so unethical. Yeah. So unethical. And actually the funny thing is uh uh the guy who plays um Dr. Jacob, I had uh dinner with him before we shot season three because he's a buddy of uh of uh joe kelly of one of the writers creators yeah and so we had we had dinner and he was just telling us that he had just booked this huge tv show and uh no (laughs) yeah well no it it wasn't ted lasso actually it was yeah no because he's all he is the one of the leads of uh true lies the tv show oh my gosh oh wow yeah and I, I remember, I That's think cool. I had auditioned for it. And I know, like, because they were looking for the part for, like, everywhere in L.A. So, like, everybody auditioned for it. And he's the one that booked it. So when he when he said that, I was like, dude, that's so cool. Congratulations. It's going to be such a good show. And it's such nice. a good movie. It's like a, it's, a, it's an action movie. So, of course, I watched it. And it's a James Cameron movie. Yeah. So I was like, this is, uh, like, congrats, man. That's huge. And then he was uh, he was on our show, too, after that. So that was like, that's so that's so dope for him. That's funny. That's nice. Yeah. I haven't watched that show yet. I need to. Me check too, it out. actually. Yeah. I got to watch it. Should we pivot to being a True Lies podcast after Ted yeah. Lasso? <laughs> Let's start TL. right now. TL, yeah. Ted Lasso, True Lies. Oh my God. <laughs> um, I, I really liked the, uh, at the end of the phone call, Ted let out like this sigh that was like him expelling the carbon monoxide. He was venting. Oh, yeah, wow. It's a nice little touch. Wow. I just like that, you know, Beard and Roy and them are like, it's not healthy that you're not confronting like the Nate situation. But like as a viewer, you're like, he's got bigger fish to fry. Honestly, <laughs> like he's happy oh, to just shake point. Nate's hand and like move on. Like that's a betrayal. But like when you consider like, mm-hmm the betrayal of like his marriage and all of these things. Like, I think this was a bigger moment for him to be able to confront Michelle. Like that was like his big, like something weighing on my heart that I need to deal with. And yeah. so obviously Beard and them, I don't think they know about Dr. Jacob. So maybe that's why they think he's kind of a mess right now. But I I wanted yeah. to pat Ted on oh, the back. Good Has point. he talked about it yet with them? I don't know. Maybe so. just the fact that Michelle's dating, but not who it was, which makes right. it a little more like egregious. It is the it is an interesting thing about Ted and Beard's relationship where Beard is willing to move across the world hmm. with Ted. And at the same time, 
there are so many aspects of their relationship that seem surface level. And also this is a drawback of Ted's constant positivity and the wonderful subversion of season two uh, and really trying to attack that toxic positivity and going, do you really need that all of the time? And then also uh, I, the lovely unregulated anger that came out as a result of playing the Nate tape for the team mm. and you can use anger in a constructive way. However, the show has not made it to where th- they have really used anger on the pitch very often. Please correct me if I'm wrong uh, out there. Internet. Uh, and Mo, I guess. Actually, and the funny thing is that scene was like uh, one of the first scenes we filmed in season three. Because we started with we started with just football, yeah. We started with just football, and so we just we did that. That that was one of the first scenes. It was so much fun, yeah. To just like go off on people. (laughs) Yeah, that scene was hilarious. Like I'm literally like, you show Nate ripping the believe sign, and now the team is unhinged. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It was wild. I I really enjoyed it. I must say, what rewatching it. You see uh, the first file is uh, Bumbercatch running and uh, slide tackling. Yeah. Yes. And he, Mo, Mo Hash is his real name. He is, uh, it's Mo Hashim, but we call him Mo Hash. He is the best football player like on yeah. the pitch. Like even versus any other team that we ever have, he's on the pitch. He's the best, most technical, most, like he's the best. And Every time I see him make that run before the slide, I'm always like, oh, dude, you could so tell. Like yeah. he's, he does it so <laughs> fluently and so flawlessly. He's so good. Yeah. Yeah, I remember you saying that last time you were yeah, on, I think, that he's the best. He's the best. He's so great. And that's because he played in the past. Is that true? Or is it just? Yeah, yeah. He played professional. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, he's great. And actually, now he uh, is uh, on a huge TV show. True Lies? So he, True Lies? No, no, no. It's something else. Actually, I'm, I'm not even sure I'm allowed to say it. So uh, I won't <gasps> okay. say anything more. Yeah, I won't say anything more. But yeah, I'm super is proud he, of him. He's the best. I love him. Can you confirm that he's playing Daredevil in the new Daredevil <laughs> yeah, yeah, TV it. show? I mean, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but going back to the Ted storyline, um, I just <laughs> coupling this with the previous episode four five one, and that it's all supposed to be this fairy tale, and they're doing so well. And meanwhile, t- Trent is just clocking all of these drawbacks to effectively the lasso approach, hmm. starting with the, the fact that. No one knew that the believe sign, which is so iconic, was torn. <laughs> but it's it's in the locker room right. and it's just there and it, it just falls apart. And then coupling that with uh, Colin trying to mask his sexuality through humor and just yeah. the, having seen Trent invest so completely putting his career on the line. And then now we're starting to see the cracks yeah, in the approach. And how is Ted going to be able to move on through all of these crises? Yeah. It's a little, little bit yeah. of a backslide happening. 
just a little bit of a backslide, which is also the challenge of growing as a human being because we are bound to backslide. And also another approach that the season seems to be taking is trying to isolate these characters as much as possible and putting them all in somewhat defensive postures. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if, if uh, like the team kind of backsliding and those cracks showing is kind of amplified by Ted's absence, pretty much like he's not really being a part of the team as much as he was in the past. So he's not, maybe not seeing what's happening or caring to fix it or, or whatever. It's coupled with that kind of non-interference standpoint that made it so prevalent in season two, Mm. which seemed so out of character, but at first to me, and then the show did such a lovely way connecting it with that Midwestern mentality that I can, good Lord, so relate to. You fix fix things through positivity and anything that's slightly tough. Is that a Midwestern thing? Uh, I'll speak to it as it's a very Southern thing at the very least. It feels so familiar to me. Oh, wow. Um, I, I very much see myself in Ted Lasso in the sense that I, I, I feel like, look, I'll toot my own horn. I feel like I'm pretty nice guy. Uh, and also I have so much of the work that I have done in my adult life is, is so related to Ted Lasso of just acknowledging my emotions Acknowledging my sadness, my anger, and realizing that not everything can be happy and positive mm. all the time. You have to work mm-hmm. through these issues. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> hot take. <laughs> I think the next, uh, the next like round of of like Etsy merchandise is going to be work in progress. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, look, look. I, I've seen so many people put it as their uh, Instagram bio thing. <laughs> nice. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that was quick. Uh, Mo, let me ask you this question: How do you feel about a uh, security camera in the locker room where players change all the time? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right? That's yeah. I never thought about that. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> I've never That's thought funny. about it. That's funny. Hmm. What what lockers can we see in that footage? I don't remember. I know mine isn't. You can't see it. No, that. you're on the other side, right? Yeah. The other wall. It's like Isaac and Colin and yeah. That that. Bump. I don't I don't recall which lockers specifically. However, just thought that, that was fishy, fishy, fishy. <laughs> There's got to be some privacy issues there, but uh, it's a TV show. Also, <laughs> it's a TV show about an American coaching a soccer team. Well, yeah, right. Where Santa Claus is canon. Yeah, Santa Claus. Look, uh, Mo, what's your standpoint on trying to recruit Santa Claus to play for Richmond? I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? Look, in the TV show that you're an actor in, Santa Claus uh-huh. is canon. Santa Claus is real. Okay. Right. Wait, Why that it, means you should be playing soccer, I'm unclear. <laughs> I don't understand why you can't connect those dots. Santa Claus should be on Richmond. Is he a good athlete? Ooh, uh, he is he a good athlete he delivers presents to literally everyone all in one night so i think he's gonna have some good speed on the pitch <laughs> okay okay he has stamina yeah um, that's okay. good good thing okay good thing i don't me. understand why y'all are confused by this this makes so much sense to me 
<laughs> you're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, yeah, that's right. right. I'll take my answer out the air. <laughs> Pitch it to Joe Kelly, will you? Yeah, I will. I will. I will. Um, I mean, we could probably spend two hours breaking down all the texts in Ted's phone, but as you said, Kenny, we can link to the was it decider? Uh, decider. Yeah. Uh, yes. I will say uh, the one text that I really enjoyed uh, is him texting Mrs. Shipley. I swear to you, I'm not playing music. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, and uh, Liam also thanked him for thanked Ted for sending him whiskey. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Those things are like, I was, I, I was so surprised when, I saw Zorro and what he said. I was like, wow, that's really, that came from him. That's fun. Yeah. I wonder if those are all real texts from the actors. Could be. Well, some of them, like, I know to Sam, it was about the restaurant. So maybe uh, not. True. True. Uh, Did you get to eat any food in that scene for real? Uh, no, it was like cold uh, and everything. Uh, we uh, couldn't. Uh, that's a bummer. Yeah, the one, the one thing that was really funny, and it's it may be not really, really good, but we were, at one point, we, because Sam comes to talk to us, and, and we're talking to him and all that for a minute, yeah. and then Jason is in the background of our scene, and we were mm-hmm. like, oh, it's one of the first times that he's in the background of our scene. Usually, oh, we were in the background of his scenes. <laughs> so we were like, <laughs> oh, turned. yeah, the tables have turned. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny. I li- and he was actually there. I like that he didn't have a stand-in. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. He would, he would be there. He would be there. Yeah, he's a good sport. Um, anything else from the Ted storyline before we talk about Bex real quick and then play a game? Two very quick pieces. Uh, yeah. One, I would absolutely loathe myself if I do- did not reference that. Uh, whenever the team lashes out in anger on the pitch... Uh, they use the song Fist Fight in the Parking Lot uh, from, if I remember correctly, uh, Corrosion of Conformity. Sure. Which is one of my favorite sketches from Saturday Night Live. And such, oh. an, such an unexpected, yes, Crisis of Conformity, Fist Fight. Uh, it's a superb sketch with Sudeikis uh, oh. playing, well, it's it's a reunited father uh reuniting with his old high school band playing at his daughter's wedding uh, getting the old band back together and then it cuts to this aggressively punk song written in the 1980s <laughs> it's so funny uh, and I was so pleased to hear it so that might, it might so wait even the was the song the same song in the show yeah no they, they yeah they, they because uh, they cut that as a single that you can purchase Oh, and wow. so they used fist fight in the parking lot in the show. And it made me, oh gosh. Wait, so wait, that song, the song in the sketch in SNL is the same song in Ted Lasso? That's correct. Yes. Oh my God. So that he did that a hundred percent on purpose. Oh, for sure. That, that's so cool. <laughs> that is cool. so cool. What? <laughs> What's the name of the sketch? I'm going to watch it as soon as I've finished this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, let me pull it up. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll put a link in the show notes too. Oh, great! Thank you. Uh, oh gosh, uh, SNL, fight. SNL fist fight in the parking lot, punk band reunion at the wedding. 
fist fight in the parking lot. So he probably title. also wrote that. Uh, I I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, Sudeikis is obviously in the sketch playing uh, the the father of uh, the groom who is just overly amped about the band. It's <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, that's uh, amazing! And it's oh, the man. same song, dude. He's like, that's so cool. Oh, gosh. Uh, and then staying on the motif of music. Oh, it's uh, Dave Grohl that's in it. Yeah, it's Ashton Kutcher, Dave Grohl, uh, and Bill Hader, and Fred Armisen. That's so fun. Oh, wow. Yeah. Amazing. And then keeping with the motif of music, uh, as opposed to the first two seasons where uh, after closing every show with a song by a British band, the last two episodes have closed with Leonard Cohen and Bob Dylan, a Canadian and an American, perhaps an allusion to Ted and where his mind is at, not necessarily in England, Mm. but uh, back in North America. Yeah. And the song that is playing uh, is Don't Think Twice, It's All Right, by Bob Dylan, but sung by Peter, Paul, and Mary. Yeah, hints at like a hopeful ending coming or something too. Yeah. Interesting. Mo, do you like music? <laughs> yeah, I love music. Mm, interesting. Mm. <laughs> Prove it. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Um, this episode was lighter on the Rebecca front, but we did get like a lot of little moments. Um, just that she really wants to win. Yeah, and she uh, she kind of sees Rupert still being a cheating piece of shit. Yeah, that's so crazy. It sucks because uh, uh, during the filming this episode, we had a lot a lot of time at the West Ham. I think we had like maybe three days at the West mm-hmm. Ham uh, like stadium. Yeah, and I could only go for one day because uh, I caught COVID. And then oh, I just no. could not. So that's why I'm not in the scene where uh, where the where we come out of the tunnel. Usually, yeah. I'm, it's the captain yeah. and then me. But I was I was gone because I had COVID. Oh, oh boy, that's a bummer. Yeah, it was bad. It was I was like really. It was it was it was a tough like first two days, and then after that, it was it was okay. But first yeah. two days, I was really yeah yeah. It was messed up. So did that's you? Why um, I missed it. Did you lose your taste or your smell? No, I didn't lose anything. Okay. I got lucky. Yeah. I lost I lost my taste and smell for like a week and I was starting to worry that I would never get it back. It's weird. Oh no. Yeah, that's crazy. It was my one and only time that I got it. Yeah. Hopefully that's it. Yeah, and I just never uh like renewed the membership. For COVID. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I like that Bex is kind of, you know, keeps Rupert on his toes, even though he still sucks and cheats on her. It's, uh, yeah, I, I love this touch of the, the dissolution is beginning and we're just seeing patterns repeat over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, it would have. I, first off, I love the how Bex and Rebecca are like they're so yeah. they, they they have no beef, mm-hmm. which is yeah. great. 
And then uh, I love the, like, if he was legit and he loved her and he had the, the kid and he loves the kid and all, it would have hurt Rebecca so much more. But now yeah. it's like, oh, you're just being, you're fake, dude. You're just a bad guy. Yeah. It definitely yeah. helps her. And yeah, then, if anything, that was a win for Rebecca. I mean, exactly, like, it sucks, yeah. but, like, that helps to be like, oh, you're just doing you. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But she's also still concerned for the baby and back. Totally. Because yeah. she's like, you can't repeat this bad behavior. This is insane. Yeah, you have a kid now, dude. Yeah. Get it together. It's yeah, a total change. A of, yeah, it's a total change of the dynamic. It would have been so easy for Rebecca to just continue on with the fake niceness as opposed to. And it, it, it seems like such a different conversation with Rupert where she's going, get yourself together. It feels not to say that her anger is selfish because it's very well-deserved, but the anger seems directed in a more selfless manner as if she, Mm -hmm. it, it, it's Mm -hmm. fascinating. Yeah. And then of course he doesn't take the lesson at all at the bar later. He's still, yeah, he won't. You won't, so. but it's, it's, yeah, no, you're right. It's like, uh, it's like you're beefing with someone and you guys have this game that you guys play and you like, you're like, yeah, I hate you, but I'll act like we're casual and all of that. And I'll give you a little like hints of that. I hate you and stuff, but then that happens. And it's like, yo bro, stop fucking around, man. Let's go. Like, 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 yeah. come on, man. Mm-hmm. Which is so cool. <laughs> so it's like, yo, let's take a break on being nice to each other. And like, yo, you're really messing up right now. And that's not fun. Yeah. And it's also like a, kind of a a hint at a status change a little bit mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 yeah. even though she just lost the game yep who who was it that told her she won because ted she got him out of his life yeah, yeah. ted was like you already won yeah so i think if anything that was i don't know a little piece of victory for her like you know what i may have lost a game today which is just a game but like you're out of my life you can't really hurt me anymore and p.s you should stop hurting other people like i think it was at the premiere there was such a beautiful moment where uh because the premiere was like the first time that you watch the show in a in a movie theater setting Mm -hmm. so it it was the moment where because we watched episode one and two Nice. And the moment where Rebecca goes inside the bathroom to speak to Zava, and she's like, "She fuck, she did, you're a fucking coward," and this, da, 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 yeah. and then stop eating, uh, fucking uh, what's it, um, asparagus, and then she <laughs> leaves. Mm-hmm. Everyone was clapping. Everyone was like, "Yeah, let's go!" It was such a <laughs> cool moment. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like people are really like rooting for her big time. It was oh, really yeah. really cool. It was such a, a very very nice moment. Nice. That's cool. I like Rebecca. Me too. I like <laughs> too. She's stunning this season. Like she's always been gorgeous, but for whatever reason, she's like mm-hmm. just glowing this season. Yeah. Dude, I mean, she's in Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, that's yeah. how. How wild <laughs> that's is that? So crazy! Can't wait to see. That's that awesome. Season. She is blowing up. Oh yeah. Is uh is Mo Hash? Ethan Hunt in Mission Impossible. Is that's that what exactly. You can't say? That's it. Oh my yep. gosh! He is until Ethan he pulls Hunt. the mask off. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Then it's Tom Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that would be cool. That'd oh be my amazing. gosh! And are you guys uh, enjoying Zava? 
Yeah, I, I really like Zaba. Absolutely love Zaba. I, I absolutely adored the last episode. Uh, it was an episode that I watched where I was like, "This is great." And then the more that I thought about four five one, I'm just like, "This is a really great piece of television," which is uh, surprisingly complex yeah. for seeming so cartoonish on the front, but then like, oh, it's so good. He's the best, Max uh, Osinski. And the funny thing is that I, I like, I met, I met, uh, like, we did football at the beginning, and so everybody was like doing uh, rehearsals and stuff like that. And so I see him in the um, when we first walk into the studio. He's like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Max." I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" I'm like, "Oh shit, you're American." He's like, "Yeah, I'm from Chicago." I'm like, "Oh, nice. Oh, That's so cool to, to see another uh, American dude." You know, like, yeah, because I'm Canadian, but I live in America. So I'm like, "Oh yeah, nice. Okay, cool." Then the next day, he knocks on my um, on my door in my dressing room, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up?" And he's like, "Dude, we met before, and you know my wife." And I'm like, "What?" <laughs> and his wife is Deechin Lackman, who's like a dear friend of mine that I've known for like a decade because oh I did a TV God. show. Yeah, I did a TV show with her soup like a long time ago, and she's Australian, moved to LA. And so I did a a TV show with her in Montreal. And then I was telling her about me wanting to go to L.A. And she was like, oh, I have a great lawyer. So she gives me she introduces me to her immigration lawyer. And to this (gasps) day, that immigration lawyer is my lawyer. (laughs) It's it's thanks to her. It's thanks to her that I moved to L.A., that I'm in the show and all of that. So I was like, that is so weird. That's That's so crazy. That's cool. So weird. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And so like from then on, me and Max, I was like, oh, dude. Like we hung out all the time, and then uh, and then Deechin was in London too, so we hung out a bunch. And so and she's on Severance, like she's on, she's, she's like amazing big deal. in Severance. Yeah, she's so good, and she's like in the, and she, but it sucks though. And our friendship is in turmoil because she doesn't want to tell me what's going on in season two. <laughs> like it's yeah. really annoying. I'm like, please tell me. She's like, no, I don't want to tell you. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Like but, trade, uh, trade Ted yeah, Lasso. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm so happy for Max because he's so, he's blowing up so big right now because of the show. So I'm like, well, because of him, because he's so good. You yeah. Know? So like, I'm so happy for him. That's cool. That's crazy. Small world. Yeah, it's such a small world. I was like, no way. What a little power couple they are. I didn't realize right? it was his wife. That's cool. Yeah, he's the, he's the best. He's really really nice, and it was so fun to 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 be with him on set. And uh, every locker room scene that we had, like the the one where he he first comes in, and then he he keeps taking Jason's spot. Yeah, in the mm-hmm. in the locker room, mm-hmm. yo, we could not oh. not laugh. Like that was the blooper. <laughs> the most bloopers we had were that day because Jason was just hilarious. Like he. he, he and I don't even think it was scripted. I it might have been scripted, and then but we just didn't see it. But the way he, the way they were doing it was hilarious. And even have, even uh, even Max kept laughing. He kept breaking because it was such oh, a funny. I don't scene. know how you couldn't. Yeah, right. Are we ever going to get a blooper reel, Mo? So for us, we saw it for the. Uh, it was it was somebody at the. It was at the rap party at Jason. Oh. <laughs> Because I was like, what are we going to watch? Are we going to watch? I thought we were going to watch episode one or like the trailer or something. Yeah. And then, and then Jason, because I, I was asking Jason, I was like, yeah, so what are we watching? He's like, oh, no, we're watching the blooper. Oh, and by the way, you should watch it because you kept fucking up. And I was like, ha, ah, yeah, sure. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah. Because we roast each other all the time. So I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool. Like, I thought it was a joke. And then I was like, throughout. I was like, oh, I make a lot of mistakes. <laughs> like even in this episode, when, uh, when I'm doing the uh, uh, I want a girl who likes long walk on the beach so we can, 
I messed I messed it up and I, I said something else, but it was pre- it was pretty funny. But I forget what it was, but I I, I kept messing it up. So I was like, yeah, okay, oh, he was man. right. Yeah, I hope they release some bloopers. Yeah, me too. Because that that blooper reel was twelve minutes. Oh my god! Wow. Yeah, yeah. It was. You long. should make it your your acting reel. well well, i hope that comes out we'll see yeah yeah that'd be fun um anything else about the episode before we play a little game i mean the van damme stuff was amazing i was so happy about that (laughs) is that gonna hold through the rest of the season are you now known as van damme i'm not sure we'll see oh Oh, come on man (laughs) Sounds like a hard uh, maybe. Okay. He changes in every episode. It's Schwarzenegger next episode. <laughs> oh, that'd be great. That would have been great. That would have been great. But I, honestly, I'm so happy that in my career, there's something about Van Damme. Because yeah. he, he's one of the reasons why I'm an actor. Like, mm. I love, I love, love, love him. And the funny thing is, it, between season one and season two, COVID happened. And so the whole, everything was closed. And so I, I started biking a lot. And then at one point I was biking, but I have a mm. hybrid bike and a, and a road bike. And the road bike, mm. you're in a full kit and a helmet and sunglasses or whatever. But I was yeah. on my hybrid bike. And so I was just like, just riding, like no helmet, no nothing, which is completely stupid. And I was riding in, uh, in Hollywood, on Hollywood Boulevard. And next to me is a green Bentley. And I'm like, what the, who is this? And it was Jean-Claude Van Damme. What? <gasps> yeah, oh, I was like, Mom? whoa. Yeah, Did you I wave? saw. I didn't do anything because it was COVID, and he. I, yeah. I saw that he wasn't driving right next to me. The, the, the street was empty, and he wasn't driving next to me. I think because of COVID. So I was like, ah, oh, man, I just <laughs> wish I could say something, but I couldn't. Wow. Yeah. Well, Jean Claude, if you're listening, just know that Mo's a huge fan, and you huge guys should fan. meet up. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> It's a big if, but yes. it's a big if. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I did. I did meet uh, one of the reasons. So I, my number is number eighty-one because of Terrell Owens, and I did meet him. So that was oh, a big, shoot. That was a huge moment in my life. I was like, wow! Like he changed. He changed my life without knowing it. You know. So I was yeah. like, that's that's beautiful. I, like to meet him. I was like, that's great. Man, I just I just went through like a nostalgia rabbit hole not that long ago for Terrell Owens, and I was like looking at his stats, and I was like, man, that was a fun yeah. time. A legend. Yeah. Oh well. I don't think has his record ever been broken the twenty receptions in one game. Uh, I think did Randy Moss tie him? I don't think I don't think it was. I think if somebody did it, I think it's it was like like now now. Yeah. Oh, Brandon that. Marshall did. In oh, no way. 21. Really? Yeah. In 2021? No, in 2009. He had 21 oh, receptions. Oh, wow. <clears throat> yeah, he's done. Uh, he has a bread called House of Athlete now, which is great. What great is it? Bread. It's called bread? House of Athletes. Huh. Yeah, it's. Uh, he's great, dude. He's really good with like mental health and uh, about being a good person outside of the whatever sports you play. Like he has a podcast. Not, a, I think it's a t- not a TV show, but like maybe it's a podcast. Like it's called I'm an Athlete, and yeah. like he has like he has everyone on it. I remember he was like early in the mental health awareness game. Yeah, yeah. When he was going big. through some stuff, like it was yeah. almost unheard of to be public with with issues at the time. Yeah, he's great for the sport. He's really, really great. Yeah. Cool. 
Anything else about Ted Lasso? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. That's it. Sai has a game, and Mo, if you if you don't feel comfortable playing, that's totally cool. No pressure. No, no, well, good. yeah. Let's see. Let's get some information real quick. So, <laughs> <laughs> this game is uh, it kind of works given last episodes or episode three. There's a little bit of psychic action, right? Like Rebecca was told that she's going to have a child, right. and then in this episode, there's a little bit of dating talk. We learn that you know you like shorter walks on the beach as opposed to longer walks. So this is a fun little quiz, less of a game, more of a quiz um, from BuzzFeed uh, that'll tell us the exact time and date you'll meet the love of your life. So, Oh, nice. Yeah. And Mo, for the listener, on a scale of one to single, single being 10, you're <laughs> like a free agent, five being like, we're in talks. How single <laughs> are you today? I'd say, I'd say five. Okay. Oh, nice. Okay, yeah. more talks. Okay. So it's possible you've already met this person. Very exciting. It's, yeah, very possible. Um, so I'm going to put a link in the chat. Is Kenny playing too? Of course Kenny's playing. We're all going to play. Outstanding. Oh, okay. Well, maybe. I know. I know. This could get weird. <laughs> we get new conflicting information. Although we could test the, the, the validity of it if it doesn't say yeah, February 2000 and. Whatever right. it was. Well, it was not February, lie. so that's concerning. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was June 7th, but anyways. Um, yeah, so maybe we should all play sure. and we'll go from there. So I just put a link in the Zencaster chat. So do you have a name for the game? Oh, I do love a name and I didn't think of one. Oh, I got one. it. Oh, please tell us. Uh, it's because this is a quiz about finding your soulmate. This is the Mo Judy Le Amour quiz. Oh, wow. well done. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Well done. <laughs> I want this play while we answer some questions. That's right. I can't remember how we did this last time. Did we... I believe we just read, read through the these questions, questions and then read out the answers but then y'all are gonna just pick on your own maybe we don't if you want to read the questions but maybe we don't read we don't say the answers out loud yeah i'll i'll read what the options were and and folks can try and keep up if they want sure that's right here we go okay uh welcome to mo judy alamore is that where we're going with kenny (laughs) yeah alamore alamore L'amour? <laughs> L'amour. The, the love. Okay. L'amour. <laughs> the love. That's right. Yeah. Well, the, okay. the love is the actual translation. It's a, right. It's, yeah, because it's L'amour, which is the love. Nice. Mo Judy, the love. That's it. That's right. Game. <laughs> <laughs> um, question one. Which of these classic rom-com tropes is your favorite? You don't have to say it out loud, but these are what we're going to... I think friends to lovers for me, definitely. Oh. So we've got fake dating. Oh. Okay, these are tropes. Fake dating, (laughs) love triangle. (laughs) At first I was like, are these movie names? Uh, Friends to lovers, enemies to lovers, blind date, love at first sight. Nice. I think mine's enemies to lovers. Yeah, that's good too. That's good too. 
But it's uh, not enemies though. It's like they don't like each other, but it's mm-hmm. not enemies, enemy. I don't I can't name a movie where it's True. like enemies, enemies. Ticket to Paradise. Uh, oh, I that's mean, true. Mm-hmm. There was the is movie. It, uh, there was the movie about Churchill and Hitler. Oh yeah, <laughs> Be- best of enemies. Yeah, and then they fell in love. <laughs> yeah, but sadly, their love could not go on. Oh, yeah. well. oh my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's the wait, Kenny? Did you give yours? And side did you give yours? Oh, friends to lovers. Yeah, yes, I'm yeah. friends to lovers for wow. sure. What's the next question? Uh, hey, wait a minute. Something weird's <laughs> happening here. Uh-oh. The next question I see <laughs> is what fictional character were you obsessed with growing up? Yeah. Do y'all yeah. see that one? Yeah. yeah. What's wrong with that? Do you have options to click through? No, you just I gotta don't. Type, you got to type Spoiler? something in. Sorry. Oh, okay. Okay. I apologize. Hmm. What fictional character. I typed in Homer Simpson. <laughs> what oh. was uh because i don't it's so funny i watched movies as uh as a kid i watched the movies dubbed in french oh nice mm-hmm. so i don't even know the name like it's in uh princess bride robin wright what's her character name again buttercup buttercup there you go buttercup and mo, uh not to derail this game but mo i don't I think we told you, but Cy and I spent uh, a month in Montreal this summer or last summer. A whole month. That's a crazy. Whole month. A whole month. It was one wonderful. of the things we did was accidentally watch the film Nope in French without subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> and I still, I still enjoyed it. Really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That. That's crazy. Yeah, we went to the theater and we're like, oh, that's cute. They still did the previews in French. <laughs> I wonder nah. when they're going to get to English. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oops. Uh, whoopsies. Oops. But it's funny, as a kid, though, to me, so, some movies, like there, to, to this day, there's some movies I've never seen in English, like mm. Coming to Coming to America or Beverly Hills Cop. I've only seen them in French. Oh, wow. And to me, they're way better in French than English. Wow, oh, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, next, wait, do we want everyone to share who their obsession was growing up? If Does everyone know? Them. Yeah. Uh, I put Silent Bob. Nice. Silent Bob? <laughs> yeah. He's obsessed with Silent Bob. Oh, well. Mo, who did you go with? Uh, Buttercup. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. I went with, this is a weird one, because it's the only one I can think of. Alex Mack from the Secret World of Alex Mack because Sigh. she could like turn into liquid. Wow! <laughs> oh, slide my under doors. That's amazing. Oh boy, Sayu are the best. <laughs> I thought she was great. Anyways, um, okay. The next question I see. Tell me, this is what you see. Is first things first. Even though it's question three, what is your first name? Oh, oh no! Yeah, see, no, no. That, you don't see that, that one. That was question one for me. Oh, yeah, I just did not well. do it. Okay, and I put I'm John. That. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was your answer. Whoa. Yeah. I, I put Kenny. Excellent. Oh, I, I put Mo. Okay, mm. good. Interesting. <laughs> good, good, good. I'm gonna go with Cy then. <laughs> oh, Cy. Mm. Um, great. So we're gonna move on to question four. Maybe I don't know where I'm at now. Whatever question you have, we'll. Yeah, find we'll it. find it. What's your love language? Acts of service, gift giving, quality time, physical touch, 
words of affirmation, or all of them. To be honest. To be honest. But what is that? Does it? Yeah, it's probably the same question you're going to ask. Is it what you like to receive or what you like to give? I know it's confusing. I think it's what you like to receive. Oh boy. Uh, I'm going to say physical touch. I wasn't aware of how much I enjoy receiving physical touch. Mm. Uh, Mm. And then just over pandemic, I just realized how critical, how much of a trust builder physical touch is and how, yeah, and there's there's some sort of guilt or disbelief associated with the rest of, the rest of them. But physical touch, I'm like, if you're touching <laughs> me, uh, then that then that means that I am safe. Mm. Interesting. I th- I I I must say, I think it's uh what you like to give. I like it's uh oh, is it give? Yeah, because it's it says gift giving, or it would have said gift receiving, or like oh, right. Wow. So oh I think it's, wow! Oh wow! That's a good call. That's great investigative call. journalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then words of affirmation. Okay. Mine's acts of service. Yours is definitely acts of service. Wow! Brag about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I think words of affirmation for me. I think that's the same for me. Wow, you guys are well, all the same. I'm either gifts or words. I'm going to go with words, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What is the fifth letter of your best friend's name? I'm not so then it's it like, is. who's your best friend? I'm not going to say who, but it's A. Hey, sorry. Hey, the fifth that letter in my. <laughs> that could be me, Kendall. <laughs> sure could. Yeah. Eva. Uh, huh. Mine is I. Mine is E. <gasps> Ooh. Hey, that's that not could be in my name. That's not in my name. Interesting. I'm going go with <laughs> T. Okay. T? Yeah. That's not me. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> All right. Uh, which of these hard to eat foods would you rather have on a first date? What are the options? That's true. That is the next thing I should read. Uh, Salad, ribs, seafood boil, (laughs) spaghetti and meatballs, buffalo wings, or ramen. Are salads hard to eat? Are they known to be hard to eat? No. They can be a little. There's lettuce, you know, there's onions. Slapping sauce around. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Slapping sauce sauce around. around. I'm going with salad. Oh, salad. Nice. No. Uh, ribs. Nice. I don't mm. care how awful it's going to make me look. You giving me a plate of ribs, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. <laughs> Spaghetti and meatballs for sure. Yeah. That's disgusting. Sex. No seafood boilers here, huh? I mean, kind of no. like seafood, but it, it pales in comparison to ribs. Yeah. <sighs> ribs is risky. That's very brave. Mo, well, which one did you go with? Salad. Salad. Yeah, so I'm light, light, no gas, no nothing. Mm. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> true, true. Mm-hmm. That's fair. But you don't mind slapping that sauce. Exactly. <laughs> um. Oh, boy. What is the second letter of your current celebrity crush's name? E. Oh. Next question. Well, first I got to think of a celebrity crush. I know. Oh, okay, <laughs> wait, I have mine. 
Second letter. I know yours. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I went with I. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I. I. Oh, Michael I'll tell B. you Jordan. who it is. Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no <is> secret. <laughs> uh, wait, Kenny, who's your celebrity crush? Did you just eh? <laughs> Excuse me. Hold on a second. What's the beef with Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> no, no beef. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I feel like, is it too basic? I'm just so curious no, about this feedback. No, 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 no. no. That's great. Uh-huh. That's cool. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I've never felt so judged. This is so interesting. <laughs> no, it has okay. nothing to do with you. Nothing to do with you. I know, but I feel like you know something I don't know about him. Should he not oh. be my celebrity crush? No, 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 no. Probably a great dude. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay, we need to offline this. Okay. <laughs> that's fine. Kenny, who's your crush? Well, I said it earlier in the episode. It's Beanie Feldstein. Oh, that's right. Mm, yeah, I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I, I want to reiterate. Some people might think that's a bit. No, it's no. not. No, she's, she's so great. She's, yeah, she's great. So, oh boy. Hmm. I have <laughs> no, as you can see, Mo didn't react here. So she's a perfectly fine option, apparently. <laughs> she's not a fine option. She's the best option. Oh, wow. We're going to get. Kenny, we're, we're going to get, get, get married and we're going to have a tasteful wedding. Nice. Okay. I see conflicts with that, but we'll talk about that another time. Uh, John, who's your person? Oh, man. I think currently it's Kristen Stewart, so I'm going with R. Mm. Oh, wow. Okay. Me, it's okay. Natalie Portman. It's always been oh, since yeah, yep. as a kid, I watched uh, The Professional, so she was yep. like my age. Like Same. when I watched it, she was she was the age I was when she did it. So I was like, oh, my God. She's like like my age, and so like I was like so in love. Yeah, she was my first celebrity crush for sure. Yeah, I convinced I myself if I I could write a movie that we could star in together. Oh, that's not creepy love. at all. That's not creepy at all. Well, I was only forty at the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So you're a okay. What's yeah. the next Q? If your life was a movie, what genre would you want it to be? Action, oh, wow. mystery, comedy, animation, fantasy, or a musical? Mm, that's mm. tough. I'd say comedy for me. Yeah, I'm going with comedy. I'm going with musical. Mm-hmm. I was torn on that one. <laughs> I'm going to go with comedy. Nice. Ooh, what's your favorite song right now? Hmm, boy, oh boy. I'm going to have to give a Google real quick, make sure I know the name. I guess I'll say Kill Bill. Oh my gosh, I was going with SZA too. (laughs) Hold on, now I got to pick the right song though. I'm going to say Love Like You by Rebecca Sugar. Okay. Nice. Thank you. For me, it's uh, Sheets from J.H. Fly. It's lo-fi. It's just like chill music. I love it. Mm. Mm. Did you say J.H. Sheets? J.H. Fly. The name of the song is Sheets. Gotcha. (laughs) 
Well, my quiz froze, but I'm going to go with Snooze by SZA. Nice. Hey, my quiz froze too. No. Just kidding. It's back. So you can't tell what the next thing is? I cannot. (laughs) Did we get Kenny's response? Yeah. Yes. Love Like You by Rebecca Sugar. Hmm. Not familiar with that person. Well, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay. Do you want me to read the last question side or you got it back? Uh, I think I need you to read the last one. And finally, pick an aesthetic. You can do cottage core, bubblegum, light academia, skater, 70s, or minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> These are the options. I've never heard of light academia mm-hmm. before. <laughs> yeah, me too. Boy, but it's looking real good right now. Right? Oh, you want to describe the picture? Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, please describe the pictures. <laughs> well, Cottagecore has like a asparagus quiche with uh scallops on top. <laughs> Bubblegum is a bunch of flowers, pink flowers. Light academia is a studying woman with the sweater sleeves covering half her hand. She's writing something. There's some dried baby's breath and a teddy bear next to her and a half drink mug of coffee and then skater there's a guy doing a kickflip 70s is just a clip art (laughs) sunburst uh, animation and minimalist is an ikea ad (laughs) Um, i chose minimalist nice going with cottage core oh no my fro my froze my froze (laughs) my froze come on get together (laughs) Uh, I, don't, I, don't I am picking cottage core though, because that is the only acceptable aesthetic to pick. <laughs> is this aesthetic for like it's your unclear. clothing or your house? It's an aesthetic. What are you talking about? It's aesthetic. Oh, yeah. This is savage. <laughs> like I'm, I'm reading because I, I I clicked on I'm done and it they it, they are not nice. Uh oh. Mm-hmm. Well, it won't let me click on a thing. Oh, no. You might have to redo it. I had to redo all mine real quick. Oh, my God. So, okay. Mo, as our guest, why don't we start with you? What have you received? Uh, Mo, you will meet your soulmate on June 15, 2081. Oh, (laughs) my. What? Like, (laughs) I don't even need to read the rest. (laughs) Hey, that means that you're going to be around for a while, though. I guess. Yeah, that's good. Oh, interesting. Okay, what letter does it start with? What? Uh, A. Oh, it gives you a name? No, they no. won't give you a name. They'll at least tell you, like, the a. name, like, yeah. the letter the name starts oh, with. Oh, boy. Your meeting place will be on top of a swimming pool in Botswana. <laughs> okay. <laughs> On top of a swimming pool. What? So you're walking on water? I guess. You're going to be yeah, pretty old walking on water yeah. in Botswana. Okay. That's not terrible. That's a bit of a bummer. 2081. That's crazy. You can still have some fun now, though. Well, <laughs> Mo, at least I can give you some tips uh, whenever, because I'll be meeting my soulmate on October 3rd, 2067. Oh. At 11.35 p.m. <laughs> In the top of a hot air balloon drift hovering above the Black Sea in Bulgaria. Because if there's one thing that I love, it's being up high. 
<laughs> wow, they nailed you. They got it perfect. That's crazy. Oh so my. do you have yours? My robots are thinking. Okay. Um, I will meet my soulmate. Uh, so maybe there's a second chance at love here. I don't know. December 26th, day after Christmas, uh, 2050. So. Oh, wow. You're, you're before all of us. Yeah. yeah. So, John, we really got to. Weird. Mine says I savage our time together. in 2049. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is August 24th, 2068. So this BuzzFeed is really. They really have no faith in, in young folk. I hate no. to say this. I think this BuzzFeed quiz might not be reliable. <laughs> <laughs> mine, mine says in the morning at a local waffle hut in Honolulu, Hawaii. So waffle hut a thing? Interesting. Is I'll it? be in French Polynesia. Wow, oh, we're wow. all vacationing though. That's nice. Uh-huh. Right? I don't even know what Botswana is. I is that think Africa? that's in Africa somewhere. Yeah. Well, that's embarrassing. Hey, listen, in 2068... Me and this woman or man who starts with the letter R will keep in touch through a Nintendo DS. Okay. <laughs> That'll still be around in 2068. Well, okay. That was fun. I mean, what is this called, Ty? <laughs> this really reliable quiz we're working on? Uh, yeah. It's called, This Quiz Knows the Exact Time and Date You'll Meet the Love of Your Life. <laughs> and, yep. Oh, Wow. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, and it's also called Mo Judy <laughs> the Love. The Love. Mo Judy right. the Love. <laughs> well, that was fun. No, Are we all true. satisfied with our results? <laughs> not the slightest, no. Yeah, not the slightest. <laughs> Mo, do you have anything to, to plug before we let you go? Uh, I mean, episode five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Keep watching. Yeah, that's it. I'm excited. Cool. Yeah, oh wait, no, Mo, remind us what's the oh show my called. gosh. Yes, the show that you're going to be in. <laughs> the or show, no, it's a it's not a movie. movie. It's not a show, it's a movie. Yeah. Oh, Code Eight Part Two. Code, Code Eight, eight Part Two. Part nice. two. Yeah. Look for it comes potentially this summer. Yes. Nice. We gotta catch up on Code Eight Part One first. I do. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a good movie. Yeah. Also, it's got another, Sun, it's another movie. Kang. On Netflix Ooh. is uh, is Ark with Robbie Amell. It's another movie that he did that's like a, such a great movie. Wait, I've it's heard a, of that. It's a very it's a good sci fi. It's like it's really it's it's fun. I don't want to give anything away, but yeah, you should watch that too. Okay, <clears throat> we'll put those on our list. Good, and then we're gonna do a Street Fighter Patreon at some point. <laughs> and then we'll do we'll do all of our plugs in, in a little bit, Kenny. Yep, cool. Um, but Mo, thanks so much for spending five hours with us today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My pleasure. Thank you Any, for having me, boys. Anytime you want to come on, just let me know. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're probably uh, towards the end of it too, right? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. And after uh, Ted Lasso is, is over, we'll have to find excuses to chat. Yeah, maybe for season four or something like that. <gasps> oh, my uh, gosh. Mm. You heard it here first. Yep. <laughs> um, Kenny, you got any plugs? 
Indeed, as per always, you can go listen to more of my observations on other franchises, uh, those franchises being the Star Trek and the Star Wars franchise at trekwarspod.com or rather on my other podcast, Trek Wars, where myself and my co-host Aspen Webster are talking about uh, Star Trek and Star Wars juxtaposition to each other and really is just a good jumping off point for us to talk about art in general and how we see the world through the art that we consume. Nice. Sai, any plugs? Um, I'm not going to plug anything this week, but thank you for the opportunity. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Something you know that what? works. I'm not going to plug anything either. <gasps> All right. But thank you for the opportunity. Everyone focus on Kenny. <laughs> we do have a Patreon. <gasps> yeah. It's patreon.com slash lassocast. There's three tiers. Depending on which tier, you can get two bonus episodes per month. Um, Let's shout out our uh, current patrons that we love very much and very appreciative of. And uh, As they paste their names okay, in the chat. <laughs> Jen Schneider, thank you so much for supporting us. Rachel Kathy Reynolds. Nope, just Rachel. <laughs> Rachel, thanks for supporting us. Kathy Reynolds, thank you so much for your patronage. JD Bowmonster, thank you. Amanda Dubs, what's up? Thank you. Jen Kaput, thank you. Melanie Diaz, thank you. Cheryl Nelson, thank you. Kristen Vincel, thank you. <laughs> Sarah Rabbit, thank you. Donna Brown, thank you. Adam Hobbs, but not Laura Hobbs. Not yet. Thank you. Stacy and Zach Lowry, thank you so much. Laura Hobbs, this is your moment. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Ryan, thank you so much for your patronage. James Fight, thank you for your patronage and your input for Football Fight Night. And Chelsea Lees, thank you for your support. If you want to join this roster of great folks... Go to patreon.com slash lassocast. Sign up if you're able. No pressure if not. Um, but you know there is a free way to help. Did you know that, Kenny? No. Go on. Go on. If you uh, like us and you want to help us out, go to um, Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating and give us a Ooh. review. If people send us some reviews, we'll read them on the air and stuff. Yeah. Unless they're mm -hmm. bad reviews. I'll ignore mm -hmm. those. Yeah, those make us sad. Yeah, those are sad. Um. Anyway, that's it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Ouch, my knee just popped. Did you hear that? Why? I did, did, actually. I thought that was like not a knee. You thought it was a fart? No, just oh. like, you know. That should be the next game. a body part. You thought it was a fart next game. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's play. You thought it was a fart. <laughs> Lasso Cast was produced by Saida Rhodes, edited by me, John. The research was done by Kenny Madison. Music by MG Sound. You can find us at patreon.com slash lassocast, lassocast.com, at lassocast on Twitter, at the lassocast on Instagram. I think we have a YouTube and a TikTok. They're not that active. But anyway, we love you all. Goodbye.